This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Heather Bame. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Irma Linda Gonzalez, the business manager and owner of Plumbing Dogs, a company that focuses on residential and commercial plumbing. Irma Linda, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm I know excited you're a little to nervous, be here. But you I got am it. a little nervous. You got it. <laughs> also joining us is her husband, Pedro Gonzalez, the master plumber at Plumbing Dogs. Pe- uh, Pedro, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having us. I know you came on short notice, uh, so that was awesome. Thanks for... He's my security blanket. <laughs> yeah, so send the apprentice out to go fix up the jobs that we have pending, so that way we could make time and be together. <laughs> How long have you guys been married? Oh, man, about in, 20 years already almost. August, and you still want to spend years. time together. That's awesome. Yes. It's a big yes. deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There's yeah. hope for the rest of us, right? In studio with us today is Heather Bame, a certified business coach that works with business owners to gain clarity in business and achieve their goals. Heather, welcome back to the show. Always happy to be here. Yeah. A bright, shiny Monday. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I'm your host, Mark Evinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in giving small businesses a competitive edge by hiring lead generation and administrative experts from the Philippines for as little as $7 an hour. That's how I built my whole company, and mm-hmm. it works very, very efficiently for me. A quick reminder for our listeners, you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show, visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210-960-8210. That's 210-960-8210. All right, well, as we said, first up on the show is Irma Linda Gonzalez and her husband, Pedro Gonzalez. They are the business manager and owner of Plumbing Dogs, a company that focuses on both residential and commercial plumbing. So, guys, welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. So we're going to talk plumbing, but we're also going to talk about the business around plumbing and Mm -hmm. what that's like, because I know you guys are heavily building. uh, Irma Linda is spearheading that that side of it when it comes to the business expansion side, and I'm excited to dig into that. And I wanted to, to, to clue in kind of what we talked about before we started actually recording is that Irma Linda is the owner and yes. Pedro is the master, the master plumber. plumber. So she is a woman-owned business spearheading this very male-dominated industry. So how has that been breaking into you're the owner while he runs the operation side? Initially, we did it because um, Pedro was always a union plumber. And mm-hmm. in order to maintain our benefits and... Um, and continue being union, we decided to be a union contractor. And that would mean that I had to become a union contractor. And then I also went down the road of wanting to be a woman-owned business. So it's kind of a perk on both sides. And um, and it's been interesting. Um, I am surrounded by a lot more people. But I'm not, we're, I'm not the only woman-owned uh, company out there plumbing company you know so I've met other women owners as well so it's not necessarily as dominated as it used to be Mm. I mean there's very far and few between right but we definitely are are out there I mean women um we're very strong individuals so we're we can uh delegate efficiently I mean not that men can't but you know (laughs) I manage four kids (laughs) managing a business is not much harder right uh employees and so forth so it's been uh it's been interesting for me it's been a challenge but something that I truly enjoy to do yeah and Pedro so who's the boss Oh, she is all the time, (laughs) even through marriage. (laughs) Like I tell everybody, I just say yes, yes, yes. You get whatever you want. Makes life easier. Happy wife, happy life. Yes, for sure. So four kids? 
Four yes. kids. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. How old are they? That's a lot. <laughs> I have one, so I'm like... I have no. two, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Four is a lot. Well, it seems like a lot. So how old are they? Let's see. Our oldest is 29, I believe. And then we got our 19-year-old boy, our 17-year-old girl, and our 15-year-old. And our 19-year-old is a first-year apprentice through the union, and he works for us as well. Oh, nice. Since we are a union contractor. Yeah. Truly With a local 142 plumbers and pipe fitters. Okay. So truly a family- uh, Yes. Family-owned and run operation business, yes. Excellent. Sure. So what are some challenges, Irma Linda, that you guys have really kind of come up against as you're launching this thing? Um, I don't think we have really met serious challenges. I think- um, the biggest thing for us is the fact that, you know, it's really hard to see people in um, very distressed situations when we go in and find that they have plumbing issues, but they've had several companies go out and try to fix it for them and have not completed that. And, you know, so we get the tail end of it of coming in and trying to help them. Um, so the hardest part is trying to convince them to spend the money that they feel they've already spent twice, you know. So I think probably that's the biggest thing is the fact that they've already paid twice. They don't want us to pay a third time. But, I mean, it's not our fault that they hired the wrong company, you know. So it's really hard to explain to them and get them to understand, like, I'm sorry, but, you know, um, it isn't done correctly. We will have it done correctly. And um, you don't even have to pay us till we're completely done and you're satisfied with the job. You know, we're not looking to take money up front. And we also offer financing. So, I mean, it's, you know, we come in there with solutions for them. So I think the, the challenge is meeting people and them having to be, been, um, have a bad experience with another plumbing company and us coming behind them. I mean, in the end, we look like, you know, superheroes, yeah, right? Rock stars, right? Right. But in the beginning, you know, they've already lost the faith and the trust. So it's having to regain that for sure. And that's huge in the plumbing industry. I think we've all had an experience with plumbing where, you know, you had someone come out. I, I know I had someone work on my house for like three days and then they just disappeared on me once and I had to finally call in another company and they fixed it for the same amount of money I had already spent. So if I just called them the first time, right, I would have only spent that money once. How often are you coming against that challenge, especially as a newer business? Um, I think in the beginning it was a lot more than it is now. Um but it's not that often anymore. Yeah, we more deal with the strike team. Um, unfortunately, people are doing work, not pulling permits. And when we get there, they're like, hey, they took all my money. And now we're stuck with no power, no water, because the city says, hey, you know what? You guys are doing everything illegal, so we're killing your power to the facility. And start pulling all your permits, getting with the strike team downtown with the city and getting all that address and pulling all the proper permits that are required. And that seems to be going on that all these plumbing companies are in there not pulling permits. And when we go in there, give them a price to pull a permit and they are crying for the price because we are pulling the permits. And that's why they got involved with the strike team for not pulling permits. It's like you're going to pay for it one way or the other. Either you're, gonna, you're taking a huge risk, which could be more expensive, you know what I mean? Or you're going to pay the money up front with a company that's going to do everything that's supposed to be done. Um, yes, for sure, especially when we do tunnels underneath houses and buildings. Um, we get an engineer involved every time to get our structural done. So that way their house or their facility 
has the structural that they need because once we excavate in there, then the integrity is not there no more. Mm. So if you're near a pier or a beam, as they call it, and you take out three foot of that soil, now that's exposed and it, the foundation's not going to stay structurally stable. So we need to put piers in there to be able to stabilize it once again. What was the inspiration for starting the company in the first place? <laughs> well, um, I got actually, a lower tech too. <laughs> oh wow, I really want to hear that, this. Story. That was, that yeah, was how we name. named. That's how you named it. But but as but far the, as actually yeah. deciding to, so I've always been in property management. And I've been a real estate agent for a very long time, and um, you know I've done renovations and you know stuff like that, and dealing with plumbing problems during the uh, tendency of the of of their contract, but. Um, I took a time out for, um, I had lost my father, and so um, I took care of him for the last five years of his life, and um, I found myself kind of um, not knowing what I wanted to do next. You know, I had been a caretaker for him, and so um, Pedro said that I needed to do something. (laughs) So um, uh, he suggested that we open up our own plumbing company. And, you know, that I could run it and, you know, be my own boss and so forth. And so um, I I knew that it was going to be challenging and it was something that was going to be new to me. So I wanted to do the research. I wanted to I wanted to build something from nothing. And that was exciting. It got me excited. I've done real estate for so long and that's fun, too. You know, I still uh, sell homes and stuff like that. But um, to start a new project like you know, my kids are all older and stuff, so they're kind of already set in their paths. So this is definitely um, something I wanted to nurture and see grow and see if I could do it, challenge myself. So What a great example, too, to show them as they're going up into their teenage years and watching their mom and dad just strike out and start something on their own. That's fantastic. Yeah, and they're a great support system, too, and they're always boosting us up and stuff. So it's it's pretty amazing. You know, and so, and then, you know, we had to come up with a name. Yes, yes. And younger, since my name's Pedro with the letter P and then, well, dog is D-A-W-G-S because I was always a little crazy and didn't care, was more daring to do whatever and just went forward. No fear. He started the trend <laughs> of tramp stamps. <laughs> I was about 14 when I got it. Whoa, wow. right? 14. That's what I said. Did your parents know about that? Oh, no, they didn't know. <laughs> I always kept my shirt on. Oh, yeah. Until I got busted one day. Who busted you? My mom. Oh, really? Yeah, well, always so what mom. was her reaction? Nothing. Oh, she was mad. She grabbed a sandal and threw it at me. Oh, that's the yeah. Yes, yes. I've yeah. heard those stories, yeah. I never got one thrown at me, but I've heard the stories. <laughs> So that's how he came up with plumbing dogs. Like uh, he already had the P for plumbing and uh, dogs. So that was it. <laughs> I love it. So you guys started this new venture. You you've obviously had experience managing, and we're right. looking for a new challenge. But you guys said several times at the beginning of the show, you're a union contractor, union based company and we don't hear that very often on this show is like unions Mm -hmm. because a lot of businesses have kind of a negative view of it why is that important to you guys well it was important to make sure that our family stayed maintained and he had already invested over 15 years into it so we wanted to continue to invest in it and it also um we wanted to be um 
kind of open the door for the commercial portion of it. And we thought that the union would definitely do that for us. What does that mean, like opening the door for the commercial? Well, you know, when um, there are big contracts in the city, the, they go to the union for support, you know, to to manpower bid, to bid mm-hmm. on these these big jobs. So we wanted to be in there with the the bigger players, you know, and kind of that that was our goal was just to kind of make sure that we're in the ball game, and we thought the union would definitely so help smart. us. So smart, yeah. I love it. And yes. and mm-hmm. also, you know, it was still going to sustain my family, uh, you know. Also, the manpower for us to um, grow would uh, come from the union. You know what I mean? They would provide us a quality tradesman because they're trained for five years. And so we would just need to call them and say, hey, we need some additional guys. And they would provide the manpower. But they also provide the insurance and their mm-hmm. uh, all their benefits and stuff, which, you know, everyone wants benefits when they work. You know, so it's not something that I have to deal with directly. So it's not going to bog me down to have to deal with insurance or anything or hiring or anything that they deal with all of it. I love that. And it, you know, why are some of the reasons that other businesses don't directly start working with the unions? I will say it's probably financially stabling their business. So when you have a non-union company probably paying their journeyman's 20 bucks an hour, and when you go to local 142 Plumbers website, it will even give you their pay scale. So our journeyman contract or our journeyman plumbers are more closer to about 40 bucks an hour. So we're doubling on the pay, and for residential contractors, it's a lot cheaper. To hire their manpower. Yeah, non-union, you know, so there's a different pay scale, definitely. So, um, but I think that's value in it, you know what I mean? Uh, There's a value in paying that additional amount. One, your employee is going to be happy they're getting the training on the job training, and um, they're still going to be able to support their family uh, with medical benefits and retirement, you know. So for for us, um, it was very important to have to maintain so that we can maintain our, I'm, I'm a real estate agent, so we don't have insurance, right? We have to provide it for ourselves. And, and a blessing with the union is that you could have 15 kids and you're still paying the same amount. So your right. insurance ain't going any higher and, or any lower. Right. And I and I priced it, you know, for us to stay private um, and then, you know, going union. And, you know, it, it, it kind of was, it made more financial sense for us to go with the union. So what does it take to become unionized you have to be bonded for sure so you have to qualify for a bond and then uh there's a minimum amount that they require um and then pretty much an interview and it just depends on them to say yes or no and then i imagine there's oversight there as well so if people have complaints and stuff like that the union acts as an oversight right yes for sure um, there's a board, a committee, everything all involved. And plus, if you look nationwide, you have local unions all over the place, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, elevators, carpenters. So they're just all over the place. And that's something I think some of us outside of the trade network, because I, I did real estate as well. And, and my my main focus was getting someone that would show up and do the price that was reasonable so we don't really think of the unions and you guys attacked starting a new business from a different angle. You said, you know, it's not the cheapest to go union, but we see the benefits in it, especially from the commercial standpoint. So you guys jumped right into that. How has that worked out getting commercial jobs? How are you leveraging that too? We are seeing more commercial jobs come in, which is amazing. You know, uh, it's not where we want to be. 
uh, exactly just yet, but we are only a year and a half into this. So, um, but we have be- seen the benefits of being union and the commercial jobs coming in. Hmm. So, how do you guys stand out? I, obviously, you're union, but how else, as far as services you guys provide? Really, the biggest thing <laughs> is uh, showing up. <laughs> Isn't that interesting that we've come to a point in in our culture where a big deal is just showing up? Yeah, showing up and then a lot of integrity. Like I tell my customers, I'd rather build relationships than customers because customers are all over the place. But having a relationship is something different. So for us, I'd rather try to build a relationship with everybody we meet. So that way we understand their problems, what they're going on. And let's figure out a way to satisfy them so that way they will have confidence in other plumbers or us to come back and do some more additional work for them. Yeah, and there's – so talk about services just real quick. I think – speaking of relationship, because there are things that really should be done maybe every year or even maybe maybe more than once a year as part of maintaining your home when it comes to plumbing. What would some of those things be? Uh, you could have like your backflow tests. Um, backflows, you have them in your irrigation systems, throughout your commercial buildings to be able to protect your potable water from contamination or cross-contamination. So you got different backflows that are really key factors in your residential and commercial industry. And and those are required to be checked annually. Once a year. And then for some commercial buildings, yes, you have a bunch of grease waste, and those need to be either hydro jet every three months or every six months, depending on how big that facility is. What about, um, like, tech, uh, water pressure testing? Is that something, too? Or? Yes, your water pressure, you could always get a hose bib gauge, like I tell people at Home Depot. They're only about 11 15 bucks. Grab it, stick it on your first hose bib in uh, front of your property, and you'll be able to see your PSI. Your PSI should be ranged between 35 and 80 at the max. If you're above 80 PSI, then that means your PRV is already gone bad. Okay. And it could affect all the seals through everything in your house yep. and all your fixtures. And water heaters, too. People don't realize that you can flush out your water heater to preserve their life, you know. Um, so that's um, that's a good thing. What would you recommend for them to, uh, to It's do? pretty simple. Just get um, normal, your wife, girlfriend's pantyhose, <laughs> cut it, <laughs> tie it to your water hose at the end of it, and you'll see how much calcium comes out. If barely any calcium's inside that little pocket sleeve that you just made, then you know you're flushing it well. If it has a lot of calcium, then you know you need to flush it a little more frequently. Hmm. How often should you be doing it on average? Typically, it's about once a year. Okay. And that's a flush, not a drain, right? That is correct. Yeah, I've heard people call it, and I actually got corrected by a plumber one time. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't drain it, Mark. I'm so, it's Pedro. Uh, uh, Tito, sorry, Tito. Tito. Yeah, he's, you don't drain it, Mark. You, uh, he's got a, a Puerto Rican accent. He's a great guy, but uh, you got to flush it, right? Which means you keep water pressure going. That is it. correct. You don't empty it out. Yes, and if they're going to empty it out, if it's an electrical water heater, I suggest unplugging it or killing the power to it so you don't burn your elements. See, I'm a big proponent of not DIYing stuff that's more than a certain amount of money. So I just pay somebody to do that Um, because I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to my water heaters, right? I'm curious, though, like in real estate, so you have a background in that. When it comes to the commercial side, residential side, generally, 
you know, I, I was in the residential, so you could sell sell pretty much any size house. The process was mostly the same. But when it starts getting into commercial and real estate, it really matters. Is it retail? Is it industrial? Is it multifamily? Is it what size is it when it comes to that kind of stuff? Is it the same in plumbing if you're coming into a building that is used for like it's um, a restaurant or if it's a big office building or if it's being used for industrial? Yeah. Do you need to specialize cold. in those different type of areas? Do you need to specialize? Not necessarily. If you know the code, you can pretty much work on anything, right? Um, But Pedro comes from a background of commercial Mm. plumbing. You know, um, that's what he was in the union for was strictly commercial. Oh, wow. But uh, when he was my plumber, he did a bunch of residential. So he got the experience of both worlds. But to specifically have a dedicated, because like in real estate, you have a dedicated uh name to it right yeah um but here in plumbing you don't so it's really um what you're comfortable doing you know and and luckily for us we've had the experience in both spectrums so we're we're pretty pretty uh knowledgeable because what i found in real estate is every once in a while you'll get a real like a residential agent who will stumble into a commercial deal right and they don't know what they don't know which you know they'll work as hard as they can but i would not try to sell a commercial deal, even with all of my knowledge of real estate, because I just don't know what questions to ask. I don't know what I don't know. So I would imagine that's so important in the plumbing even even more. Well, you know, a good example would be our son, who's a first-year apprentice right now. Like, um, he's getting some commercial experience with us, right, because we're taking on commercial jobs. But um, he's mostly in the residential, right? Mm-hmm. So we've talked about letting him go, and going to go work for another plumbing company to get the experience that does strictly commercial so that he could get the experience. You know, Pete has 15 years of experience, but I mean, he's just in this for not even a year yet. And he's been exposed to more residential than he has commercial. Mm-hmm. So what's, we've talked what's about his that. thoughts on you letting him go. You're not gonna fire me. I don't think he likes the idea, but Uh, I think on some days when uh, him and dad are not getting along, he likes the idea. (laughs) Would he take a pay cut? (laughs) No, no, no. no. no, We're all our pay's all the way straight across the the board. Yeah, the union. You know exactly. So he would go to another union company. Yes, yes, for sure. All right, cool. And still make the same amount of money as he's doing with us, or even more, depending because. We only stick to a 40-hour week. Uh, once in a great while, we do work on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm. But for him working, uh, for instance, another big union contractor, they'll be working Monday through Sunday sometimes. Right, because they're looking to put up a whole building and, you know, they're meeting deadlines. So they have to, you know, work more um, because we are family owned and operated. We prefer to work the 40-hour weekday so we still have our family time. But we are available and have, you know, plumbers available for emergency services. So, When it comes to you guys' success so far, what are some, like, key points of your success that you guys maybe have experienced and, and why? I say the experience of working together for sure. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the challenging part. Everybody knowing their place. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think a, a family in this respect is like a business, right? As long as the roles are defined and people are doing what they need to be doing, then things yes. run exactly. smooth. It should. It should. But, you know, then, you ha- you know, Pete is very passionate about what he does. I mean, extremely passionate about what he does. And I think that is one of the biggest, biggest uh, reasons why we've succeeded this far. Um, and, um, and my position is um, selling him to people. So 
And it doesn't take me very much. I mean, I really admire what he does, and I admire that he has extreme um, passion and integrity doing what he does. I mean, the reviews that come in and, you know, having to speak to a customer on the phone for an hour raving about your husband is pretty amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but um, we tried to, I think the success is also trying to find a true balance. Because um, sometimes someone will be up at 8 o'clock at night wanting to put me to work. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, I clocked out at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a lot of our big success does come to as well by when we get phone calls, instead of me charging two, three hundred dollars to go out to your house, I will kind of walk you through it over the phone. And not too many plumbing companies will do that. And like I said, I'd rather build relationships. So if I could save you a few hundred dollars for us not even showing up, then why not? That's the blessing that we're able to give to people. Yeah. So one of the things that, that I always hear in the, the entrepreneurial world, right, is success is simple, but it's not easy. How has that shown up in y'all's business so far? Um, okay, so uh, we are a small business. And so um, when we're doing bigger jobs, you know, 